Hi, and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneur's 15 Minutes. She is Rochelle Leering, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. Welcome. And yes, we're still trying to figure out what the difference between a founder and an entrepreneur is. Yeah, that's a really that's, lively discussion. Yes, topic for another day. Today is how does an entrepreneur work on their business instead of just for it? Rochelle? What a topic, once again, um, mm -hmm. but a very, very, very relevant one. Um, uh, where do we start? I think it's easy and tempting to stay busy uh, mm -hmm. with the tasks of the day at hand, to start you know, your day off with whatever needs to happen, with emails, with client uh, demands, with team demands. But if we never go back to that role that we need to have um, of the overseer and the strategist, we definitely lose out on opportunities. Um, mm -hmm. We risk certain things and uh, we might even go out of business, mm -hmm. not even spending the time on the business. That would be my mm -hmm. first take. How mm -hmm. about you? Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way to put it. I think in some ways both are necessary, especially when you are starting your business, but Let's talk about the difference between being in your business and being on your business or working on your business. And for me, the analogy Good of one. a ship or a boat makes a lot of sense. You've got the boat that needs to be maintained. You need to put gas in it. You need to paint it. But somebody needs to guide it. And I think it's a continuum. There's a lot of gray area between the two ends. But you need to be able to work on your business because if you only fix and maintain your ship, you don't actually know where it's going. Yep, that's right. And uh, just to add on, I see people in the comments saying they might not even hear us or see us. I hope we're good. If we're not, let us know if you can't hear or see us. Um, we're looking at the comments. Um, yeah, regarding that and being that captain on the ship, um, there's so much other people can take over. Um, mm -hmm. There's so much others can can be delegated to uh, work mm -hmm. that they could do, but they cannot. Nobody can take on that role of the owner or the founder or the entrepreneur who knows the direction of the company and who should be aware of the direction of the company and have that angle of alignment going on. Are we still aligned with the market? Are we still aligned with the clients? Are we still aligned as a team? And if there's nobody scanning that environment, let's say, I think we're putting ourselves at risk. So I think, yeah, it's a balancing act, but I think it's an ongoing process that should be looked at maybe even every week. Yeah, every week or every day. But I think that, I think that it shifts, right? When you start a business and you are the doer of the maintenance and you're also the captain of the ship, you have to do both. But as you get more and more people who help you with the things that need to be done, and that's a good way to think about it, the, the working in your business is the thing that gets you the money. It's the thing that you do for the client or your customers. Right. But working on it is the thing that enables you to do the thing to get the money. And right. so as you get more and more people that help you, you can delegate more, which we talked about last week and you do more guiding than doing. And I think that's really, I think that's really, really critical to look at and asking yourself questions about how am I delegating? 
what's the thing that takes me the most time to do repetitively, right? Mm. And what are the biggest obstacles for success? Those are great questions to start with, especially when you're taking on a, a team or you're adding people, like what mm. do I not need to do anymore so that I can do more of guiding the ship? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also believe that when you are growing, you need to constantly keep an eye on those exact questions and, and elements mm -hmm. of the company in order to steer in the right direction. Because um, indeed, you're going to need more people and thus you need to know what's needed. But as you say, you need to still be in your, your ideal role, uh, meaning that where you are of most added value. And if you cannot look at that from a yeah. bird's perspective and not wanting to see what can be improved about that, I think you're really missing a point here of indeed growing into a business that's sustainable, but also makes sense for everybody involved in that team. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think John makes a really good point here. Hi, John. Uh, the Having a mindset or having a focus on who can do something instead of yeah. how to do it, that is really the mark of somebody that's entering into leadership. Because, you know, you start a business and you're the one doing all the things. And then it's really, in some ways, your first task moving into leadership is, who can I get to do this? How can I help them? How can I serve them? How can I coach them? How can mm -hmm. I set up responsibility and boundaries and guidelines for them so that it takes me less time and I can go and work on the next thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this all has to do with that phase of going from early startup or mm -hmm. beginning stages of a business where it starts to be successful to where mm -hmm. it's really growing and mm -hmm. really leading that team. Mm -hmm. You change as a business, but you in your role should change with that. You should redefine uh, who you are mm -hmm. and reinvent mm -hmm. yourself anew. Um, that is a constant process. It never changes or it, it never ends. It does change. Um, but the 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 question i would like to ask you is why do you think so many of us don't get to this work or not spend enough time on this what is the most common thing that you hear or do you think people uh have or excuse have uh for for not doing that well i thank you for the softball i think the biggest thing is the hustle culture i think mm -hmm. it's the idea that if i stay busy if i quote unquote work hard if I show that I'm doing things by sending out emails at seven o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night, or I introduce a project or a result with, this took me all week. Hmm. Unfortunately, culture really values that. But you know, you, one good way to think about it is, it's far more significant to your success and achieving your goals to, to use your effort to focus on the right thing as opposed to working really hard on something that actually doesn't make a difference. So mm -hmm. you could work really, really hard at something and actually make what you're doing slightly better. But be if that thing doesn't make the machine work better or doesn't make you get closer to your goals, well, what difference did it make? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And to answer it for myself, I do hear a lot of people who understand this, who understand the concept of needing to work on the business, obviously, but it's always a matter of time choices. Like, do I spend my time on putting mm -hmm. out this fire or do I go for, you know, half a day off or a full day off, off, right? 
mm-hmm. quote unquote off, um, to work on the business. It mm-hmm. never seems that important. It's never that urgent. While it gets urgent when you don't spend much time on it and mm-hmm. you just kind of slack off there. Um, I think that if you were to implement that weekly kind of like recurring thing where you ask yourself those five to 10 questions or look at those five to 10 elements of the company, it would not be such a big thing. You don't have to like take yourself out of the business every week, but it would be a way to make smarter choices that is more aligned with a longer strategy than just with in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And you, you make a really good point about the difference between the urgent and the important because it is urgent and you do have to put out the fire if your house is on fire. Mm-hmm. But after the fire goes out, you don't go to the next thing that's shiny or attracting your attention. You go to, well, why did the fire start? How can I build things, change things, create things so that the fire doesn't happen again? And that's in a lot of ways, the difference between on and in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I just want to point out there's two comments, one by Josh Perry, uh, working in the business too much distorts reality and prevents discovering blind spots. Yep. Yeah, I think distract. that's basically the point. Yep. yep. And then Brendan, uh, how do you go about focusing on high level vision and leadership while still objectively auditing yourself as an employee of your own business? That's a good question. That's a great question, Brandon. And I would say, you know, some of the questions to ask yourself or ways to look at it there is what is your actual job description that you've given yourself in the business? And if somebody had that job description, how would you then evaluate the person doing that job? So an awful lot of times people who sort of own and operate at the same time, especially if they started the business, they don't have a lot of clarity on that. And once you, you know, once I hire somebody or Rochelle hires me to do something, her job about that completely changes. And she necessarily has to let go and let me screw it up and find my way and change the folders around and do things differently than she would, but maybe achieve the same goals. And the difference between her doing the job and her watching me do the job or mentoring me or advising me or I'm employed with her. Those are two completely separate things. So Brandon, if you're looking at, you know, how do I do things in the job and at the same time guide it, you kind of have to look at your own job description, even if it's just for you and say, all right, I'm going to spend this amount of time or this amount of effort, do things, doing things. And also, you know, move the priorities around so that the urgent doesn't always displace the important. Would you agree mm. with that? You Does mean that me or yeah. Brendan? Yeah. Yeah. No. Sounds perfect. And and the thing is that what you're describing here is being critical and being objective about yourself. Basically, mm-hmm. just looking at your performance but also looking at yourself from another perspective, am I still able to overview everything in the right way? Am I still able to see what's really going on beyond the regular output? Um, Do I actually make sure that I'm in my leadership position while I'm also in my indeed operational position? But Mm -hmm. as somebody just points out, John just says, it's, it's even better to find somebody or have somebody who can mirror that, who can reflect that back and see if you're missing anything because we all have blind spots. That's just part of being human. 
So I think indeed, uh, when it comes to this, it comes with a lot of self-leadership and self-accountability. But if this is not a recurring thing for you, not a weekly recurring thing in your calendar that you really dedicate as holy time, AKA don't have any other meetings that you let yes. slip through. Yes. and just, you know, yes. like, oh, this is more important. I'll, I'll fix it now. You know, this is, this is really going to be a game changer for the company if you, if you really take this seriously. Yeah, and I just want to say, I know you said you want to be critical of your what you're doing in the company. And yep. for some people, that means analysis. Can I do this better? Mm -hmm. And other people means, well, I should tell myself I suck. You mm -hmm. we definitely mean the first. Like, look mm -hmm. at it and evaluate it and make it, yeah. don't make it personal at all. Factual. And yeah, and in the last two minutes, I will say this, that coders, you know, engineers often have a really great attitude towards working on instead of in because most engineers self-identify as completely lazy. And when they do something once, they never want to do it ever again and they automate it. And if you can pull right. that idea out of coding and say, this is what I'm going to do for my business, I'm going to make sure that we went through this process. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to make it accessible. I'm going to make it changeable for different conditions and then I don't have to think about it very much at all as we go mm -hmm. forward. And now we yep. have one minute left and you have the floor. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to add, there's some people in here, some entrepreneurs here that are solopreneurs that don't have a team yet, or just a really small team and that are maybe thinking like, this is only, you know, when you have employees or people working with you. No, yes, this is for everybody. Right. This is something that I would highly recommend to do in your, in your time every week, spend your time on where is this going? And my message mm -hmm. is my message still aligned. Is my market still aligned? What can I do better for my clients? What, what can be changed in my processes? This is for everybody. And just good to point that out. I think. Yeah, that's an, that's an excellent point because when you're on your own, you have to spend time guiding your own ship. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, we are at the limit. It's, we're about to yeah. click over. We appreciate mm -hmm. everybody who's joined For us. Sure. We're doing it yeah. again next week. Uh, technology willing. And we will talk to you then. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody. Thanks so much for interacting. Cheers. See you next Cheers. week.